spirit of Christmas as we are here, our spirits with you, live back in action on another Wednesday night with thee as you are listening to the third and three podcast. The family is here. We appreciate you tuning in. This show is proudly presented by the Sports Column in conjunction with the third and three podcast. Go to our website, third and three podcast.com. You get everything third and three related. Join our weekly picks. We love the competition. And by we, I mean Tricky Nikki Gist, the real deal, Damian Adams, and myself, Jason Fearman, a.k.a. the Sports Prophet. Let's get the show going. Good evening, Nikki. How are we doing? Oh, we're good. We're good. We're coming into uh, Christmas week, so we get things wrapped up, literally wrapped up. Yeah, things are crapped up in uh, the NFL, we can put it that way. D, what's good with you, man? <laughs> Doing good, man. Another Wednesday night. Another great night. You know how we do it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's how we do it. It's football time. It's week 16, and there's a lot to get to, as always. And the week just ended, so it's really weird in football. And there was two games on at 7 o'clock yesterday. We only got to watch one of them, and I was at work, and every, like, two seconds, I'm looking at my phone. I hope nobody's watching from work right now, but whatever. Yeah, I was checking the games. My boss is going to come for you. My boss is a, he's a big football fan, so it's all good. It's all good. You know, so we get into it. So uh, anyway, great, great to be back with you guys. Another Wednesday night edition of the Third and Three podcast. Seeing a crazy week of football, so let's get into it. Before that, our records. D, you took it this week, man. 11 and 5. Way to go, bro. 11 and 5. It's been a while, man. Uh, I needed that win. Yeah, it's been a while since I won okay. the pick, so. I needed that. Nice. You took it, brother. You took it. Excellent job out of you. Uh, Nikki, 10 and 6. That's a good record as well. Okay, all right. It, right? Not, we all double locked. We never triple locked. Nikki, 10 and 6 is good. 9 and 7 is what I went. I'm not happy with it, but at least it's a winning record, so I can't cry too much about it. So I guess I'll take that. But uh, way to go, D. You took it this week, man. So right nice. now you got the belt, bro. 11, you said 11? Uh, 11 and 5, yeah. Wow. 11 and 5. Well done, sir. Well done. Excellent job. Excellent. Yeah, so we'll see what happens this week. We're making our picks. We'll get into freaky fantasy football draft, all that good stuff we have. But we got to talk quickly about what we saw last week, what we wanted to take away from it. And there are a lot of things to take away from even going to last night. But, Nikki, why don't you start us off tonight? Sure. I will start us off. So many many different ways to go. But I think – all right, what do I want to – I had, like, two I wanted to bring up, but – all right, I'm going to – I want to ask you guys this. Green Bay, right? Looks like who's stopping them at this point? Mm-hmm. Offense firing on all cylinders. That defense just showing up, playing amazing. Aaron Rodgers is just Aaron Rodgers. My personal feelings for how he conducts himself aside – he is one of the greatest of all time. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, Are you concerned about their special teams? Week before, they had like nine, I mean, what was this? Nine botched special teams plays. Then Sunday, wow. the holding, the, the fair catch interference they had, uh, the delay of game penalty that they had. So, are you guys concerned as they move into the postseason that a couple special teams mistakes might be the difference between all or nothing for them? I, I would say it's good D, that it's happening for them right now, making these mistakes while they're winning and still in first place where they can learn from it. And it's definitely teachable and it's things that they should be practicing um, 
you know, every day because it's a problem for them. And that's what you do. You fix your problems in practice. So I don't see it being a problem for them going forward. I really, I really don't. Where it could be a problem is that special teams does include game winning kicks and Crosby hasn't shown to be the most reliable kicker the past two years, honestly. And you get into a situation in the playoffs, it comes down to that game winning kick. It's, you know, 43, 44 yards, 51. Do you trust Crosby to come through and make that kick? Uh, For me, I would be very hesitant to trust him in that situation with Mm -hmm. what he's shown us this year. He goes through these stretches where you're like, who is this guy? This isn't the guy who they signed on as a long-term kicker because he was so reliable. So that's what a concern would be is the kicking game because that could definitely cost you a game for sure. Well, there you go, Nikki. What do you think? Why do you think it's going to be a real problem for them? Um, I think it could be. I think that they can definitely get it under control, but um, who knows? Any given Sunday, all it takes is one person. So. Yeah, it's true. Any any little fumble on a on a punt or whatever like that, yeah. you know, anything can happen. But it can happen to any team. But yeah, if it becomes a pattern, Nikki, like you're pointing out, then that's a whole different story. Yeah. All right, Dee, what's your takeaway? So my takeaway is, I should have never apologized to those Arizona Cardinals. They were fraudulent the whole time. <laughs> I knew it. I felt it in my gut. I should have went with my first thought. I should yeah. have stayed with my gut. But they were winning games. It felt foolish when they were 7-0 to be like they're fraudulent. But now we're seeing the fraudulence come through. <laughs> you cannot lose like this to yeah. the Detroit Lions. Now, we've seen good teams lose to bad ones before. It's a game where that bad team has it all together for that one week and – they beat you by a game-winning field goal or your offense just can't get it together that week or the quarterback has a bad game. But you can't go and lose to Detroit if yeah. you're a championship contender 30-12. to 12. Yeah. They were never in the game. There was never a point no, where you're like, Arizona's going to come back. Okay, I see what's going on here. They were out of the game from the beginning. And Cliff Kingsbury, Coach Fraudulent, that's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> There's, you have to look at coaching when it comes to this. When you have a team that is definitely better talent-wise, they're way better than Detroit talent-wise, even without Hopkins. They're way better than Detroit talent-wise. To get outplayed in that way just shows that they're not for real. Yeah. And looks like now I can see them slipping and maybe even losing this division, which it looked like they had in hand earlier this year. Mm-hmm. They can end up slipping to like the six or seven seed in the NFC now, and it looked like they were going to be the first seed going away because they're fraudulent. Now take back my apology. Hopefully you see <laughs> <that. That's laughs> because I never should apologize to you guys. You guys show me that you're frauds every year. You fall apart in the second half of the year, and we see it happening now. Yeah, yeah, they were five and two last year and ended up on a bad run, like three and six or something like that, to end it out and. Yeah, they lost their last couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, they're the four seed now, you know, D, like you pointed out. You know, they were the one seed forever, you know, or next to Green Bay, at least at number two. So, yeah, a uh, whole different story, man. And uh, they got a tough one coming up this weekend. We'll talk about it, Nikki. So, um, I don't know. You think Arizona's fraudulent over here? The, your Rams are going to overtake them? In the yes, my Rams are going to overtake them, as I said and predicted they would. But moral of D's story is always trust your gut. For real. Yeah, that's right. Don't go against that. Yeah, don't go against it. Never take it back. 
Nope. Um, I took a couple of things away from the weekend, and one um, is that maybe, just maybe, a wide receiver or a running back may win the MVP. Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor. Cooper Cup's numbers are freaking ridiculous. So is Jonathan Taylor's. But I was looking at Cups before. They're 1,620. He's on, again, only 14 games. 1,625 yards, 122 catches, which is most all-times in Rams history over Isaac Bruce, and 14 touchdowns. It's really insane what's going on over there. And he is – without him, they would not be winning. Without Jonathan Taylor, they wouldn't be winning. I feel like you can say that maybe about some defensive players like Darius Leonard for the Colts or whatever. But, I don't know, maybe it's a year where the quarterback doesn't win. And the only one that I see that could win would be Aaron Rodgers. So, I don't know, maybe they get away from it. But, um, anyway, I didn't want to go too long into that. I just wanted to say another one. Brandon Staley, I don't think, is a good head coach. Um, I really don't. I think that he just makes poor decisions – he goes for a fourth down way too much. I know their conversion rate is all right. I understand all that, but he gets way too aggressive, way too early in games. Like we're going all the way back to last Thursday when they were playing the uh, the Chiefs. They're up seven nothing. They could have kicked a chip shot field goal and gone up ten nothing, but they went for it, and of course they didn't get it. So he's doing this all the time, and he's got to stop saying this is who we are. It's got to be situational. Football is all about feeling, adrenaline, motivation, you know, all those type of things. It's not about analytical. And he's using like a baseball brain to do this stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really it's it's bothering me. Like, you know, some you got to go sometimes again with football. Do you know how the flow is, how you feel in the game? You know, whether or not it's like, oh, we got this, you know, they're on their heels every single play. You know, you can't just coach that from the sideline. You don't have that feel of the players. So. Again, I think it's situational, and I think that he's blown games for his teams, even going back earlier in, in, in the season in a few games by making these bad decisions. So I think he's got to wise up. Otherwise, he may not be the coach there for, for too long. He's being saved to me, guys, Nikki, by really great athletes and getting saved by one of the, you know, one of the best up-and-coming quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there because watching that game, it didn't make sense what they were doing. I can see being aggressive at times. I love the aggression when coaches go for it on a fourth and short and say they're on, say, midfield and they're not in that zone where they can hit the field goal yet. But it's, you know, too short for like a really good punt at that point. I like going for it there and being aggressive and saying, okay, we can get a half a yard. We can do that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the point where you're leaving, they you could say, honestly, they left at least 12 points on the board. Absolutely. And sorry, my phone catching stuff I'm saying, (laughs) (laughs) but it's you can't leave that many points on the board against anybody, especially the Chiefs. And the fact that they should have won that game easily. Now, I understand one of those in one of those possessions where they were inside the five yard line and didn't score was a fumble, which the running back did a horrible job of trying to jump over the top. Horrible decision. (laughs) But you can't go down there and just say bump points every time. Mm-hmm. Now, I say if you go for it the first time, and you're like, okay, and you get stalled at the end zone. The second time, let's kick the field goal. Let's get the points this time. Let's like, let's just have a rhythm to it. Let's get the points. Let's do something. Yeah. But to continually just leave points on the board or put your defense in bad positions by going for it on fourth down in bad field position – it's just not smart coaching. So I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. And it's something that can be, it's an easy adjustment to become more conservative. So I'm not going to say he's a bad coach, but I'm going to say he's a young coach who may be too confident in his abilities. And he's the defensive guy. That's the funny part. So uh-huh. it's the thing that he should be, you would think he would be the conservative one being a defensive guy. So yep. maybe he needs to 
roll back the confidence in his offensive coordinator a little bit? I would say they, you know, they got to do something again. At the end of the day, it's his call. What you know, it's not the offensive coordinator's call. Uh, uh, Joe Bradley, not Joe Bradley. Um, Lombardi, I'm sorry, Lombardi. Um, it's not his call whether to go for him fourth down. It's up to Staley, Nikki. You know, so again, uh, I just think that he's making bad decisions, and they could be atop the division right now if if really Staley didn't fumble that game away. In my opinion, they would be right. They would be with the Chiefs, same record, but uh, they would have first place. So, I don't know. That's my takeaway. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't want football to become baseball in terms of the analytics. I I get it for certain plays and I get it for certain situations. I do, but uh, I just would hate for the game to go in that direction. That's not what it is. No, it's not the kind of game it is. Again, it's a game of feel and flow and all that good stuff, man. So, yeah, it can't be happening like that. All right, let's get some good stuff going on over here, D. It's bragging rights and crow bites time, man. Take it away. Oh, I got my own music Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. What? oh man, I feel special. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on Nikki's level now. I got hey, listen, oh, listen, you got a song, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so bragging rights and crow bites. If you are new to the show, this is where we talk about what we did right or what we got right the previous week before in our bragging rights. But we also have to eat some crow and talk about what we got wrong. It could be from the previous week, or it could be something from previous in the season. So we're going to start with the crow bites, then wash it down with some mm. bragging rights. <laughs> so let's start with Nikki. Uh, what are you eating crow on this week? Um, I have to eat crow on Indy. I have counted them out. Um, maybe, gosh, I don't think I've picked them in, in weeks. Um, right, Jay? I think it's been quite a while yep. since I've picked them. And yeah. I'm always just like... Uh, you know, it's Carson Wentz for me that I'm just kind of like back and forth on a little bit, but I really need to realize he's got a really good team around him. Um, they've got the pieces and if he makes a mistake, that team can overcome it. Can they overcome continuous mistakes? Probably not. Not many teams can, but I need to eat crow on Indy because I keep underestimating them and they keep throwing me over. Yeah. Now, I think a lot of us had to eat crow on the Colts because they started the year off so badly. And Carson Wentz was the he was the cause for pause for a lot of us. Yeah. And going into this season when it comes to the Colts. Um, but they found a way with that running game and that defense and with Carson making a play here and a play there to be successful. And literally in the last game, he made a play here. And a play there, <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything else. That's all he needed to do, though. <laughs> yeah, that's literally all he needed to do in that game. Well, the Mac Jones, man. That's yeah, it. exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's the Colts are. Yeah, I know that Chris Lewis the second, if he's listening or if he's watching right now, definitely enjoys us giving the Colts some props right now. But they are definitely a team to be reckoned with, and they could come back and win that division. Uh, you thought maybe it would be a wild card spot for them, but they are right there and have a chance. So what are you eating crow on this week, Jay? Uh, first of all, I love that right there. And uh, I may talk about India a little bit later. You but do. <laughs> you love it. I do You're love it. You're sitting there like, what is, wait, what is it? The, the cat that ate the canary. That is what. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I'm all about the cults, man. You know. You guys I know. know. As I already said it, this smirk immediately pops up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I'm <laughs> with that and everything I know. But I got to eat crow on the Panthers, man. Five and nine, like. 
I know that uh, Darnold went out and I was like, hey, he's going to have a big better year and everything. But I also said they were going to finish second in that division, which is clearly not going to happen. So I was way off on that. Did you uh, say you said second? Wow. I said second. Yeah, I said they're going to finish in second. And I mean, like I said, things are looking good for a while. Luckily, I mean, look, they lost Chris McCaffrey, which is yeah. really losing like an MVP candidate, obviously, right? Sure. But. Cam Newton came in. He wasn't able to do his thing. They'll be looking for a new quarterback, um, maybe even Deshaun Watson. We'll see if they get him next year. But they have a good defense, but uh, they just have fallen apart, you know, really uh, offensively. And they the defense can only do so much. So, uh, But I do have to eat crow, crow on that because I didn't see they were going to be a playoff team, but I thought that they were going to finish second in division and be maybe a nine or ten win team. And mathematically, now that's impossible. So here's my crow, bro. Nah, that like that one. It looked good for a while, uh, but when it comes to Christian McCaffrey, you could definitely say that the Panthers they reminisce over you. Well done, my friend. Now I'm going to stay in the NFC South with my crow bites. You guys probably know where I'm going. I picked against my Saints. Yeah, and, we, and we shut out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Had Tom Brady cursing out the bench. Great yeah. tablets, yelling at referees. <laughs> he was acting a pure fool because he could not get anything going against that Saints defense. Now, I was right about the offense. The offense did not do enough to win. Like, nine points is not enough, but the defense uh, just was excellent. Cam Jordan, my God, he was a monster in that game. Uh, congratulations to him having over 100 sacks in his career. I think he's he might be one of the most underrated defensive linemen of all time. I agree. Um, yeah, when you really look at his career. Because he's a Hall of Fame caliber player who doesn't get talked about in that way, especially when you talk about him as far as getting sacks and stopping the run. But, man, our defense balled out. Uh, you got to you gotta love C.J. Gardner-Johnson getting in Tom Brady's face. And then after that, backing it up, we get an interception, which he baited Tom Brady into. Yeah. Uh, man, Saints defense really balled out. And has given us a true chance to make the playoffs. We're right, actually really in the hunt now. Uh, so I have to eat crow because I picked against my Saints, which I never do. And never. this is why I don't do it. <laughs> so, I to, so I definitely have to eat crow on that. So yeah, now uh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say it was, it was an amazing win. I mean, what can you say? I mean, nine points, whatever, but what the defense did. And I know that people are going to say, oh, well, they lost Godwin. They lost Fournette. They lost Evans. And, yes, that is all true. But they were the Saints were already doing a number on them before they lost those guys. So I don't know how many points to record anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no, we were shutting them down before Mike Evans went out, even though the catch where Mike Evans got hurt was a crazy catch that he made yeah. over Lattimore. Um, Godwin, I hate that he got hurt like that. It was a crazy when I saw the hit, I was like, Oh, that's probably gonna be pretty nasty. Yep. When I saw the hit happen, like in full speed, I was like, Ooh, but you also the quarterback can't set you up for that either. Like when you go across the middle, your quarterback has to see the safety right there. That's old school, but Tom Brady is being from the old school, should know that as well. That you can't lead your a wide receiver into a hit like that. Yep. But you hopefully, you know, Godwin has speed recovery. But like you said, even with their players, we were shutting them down. So you got to give all the props in the world to the Saints defense for playing like that. Yeah. You know, the weird thing about the hit, guys, uh, you know, real quick, Nikki, like NFL players, you know, they'll tell you that they would rather get hit up top and get yeah. smashed even in their face than rather get, you know, hit in the knees yeah. and having a torn ACL or MCL, right? You know, so yeah. that that's going to keep you out a while. You know, you get a concussion, maybe you miss a week or something like that. I'm not saying 
<laughs> a concussion is yeah. a good thing. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> yeah. would you rather a concussion yeah, right, right. or tear your ACL? Would you so like? I, like <laughs> I love a pissed off Tom Brady. Man, I love, oh, Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady anyway. But I, when he gets pissed off and he just goes off on the sideline, I love it because you know what? I relate to that because that's how I get. I'm just like. Whatever I can throw, yell at somebody, like I feel that in the core of my soul. So I yeah. Wait, oh yeah, he shows I, cool. I love it. He shows his true self. I swear to God, he really does in Tampa. Like he he would have never done that in New England. He probably would have arrested him with some Bill Belichick would have had him locked up for a weekend or something like that. Crazy. It's not the Patriot way. <laughs> yeah, right. We don't do that here. We don't throw things. Pick up your That's trash. <laughs> yeah, he's had he's had his pissy moments in New England too. Uh, but this one was especially on a high level. <laughs> the fact that uh, it's been reported, like it's been confirmed that after CJ Gardner Johnson got interception, he told the Saints bench to go fuck themselves. Yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Wow. <laughs> it, was wow. Like, yeah. it was like, well, okay. Like you don't want through the pick time. Wouldn't you love it if like Adam Schefter came out? There has been a report out of the Saints camp that when C.J. Gardner Johnson ran over the sideline, he said, go fuck yourself to the sideline. Like, I would love I that. Would that. Love that. that. That would be yes. the all-time moment. Adam Schefter would be a hero. They would fire his after He would be a freaking hero everywhere else. In the world. <laughs> Toss to Aaron Andrews after halftime. Right. <laughs> well, Tom Brady told the Saints they can go F themselves. <laughs> right. He did, too. He did also, yeah. He was pissed off, man. Yeah, well done by your Saints. What a what a game. Yeah, no, nah, it was crazy to watch. So now let's get into our bragging rights. Uh, let's start with Nikki. What are you bragging about this week? Okay, so I think we're far enough into the season that I can say was never on board with this Julio Jones trade to Tennessee. Mm. I if you are new to the show, listen back in what June, and I was like not a fan of this. Um, I maintain that this is not the right offense for him. They were never going to use him in the right way, which kills me because they need a play, <laughs> need like a, a game changing playmaker on that offense. That's what Julio Jones is. So why have you not utilized him? I understand there's been injuries and stuff, but not the entire year. So what are we doing? I said that Ryan Tannehill is not going to be the right quarterback for him. This is not the right offense. He's not the right fit. He's not going to have a good fantasy year. I'm going to take my bragging rights on that one. I saw like it in June. <laughs> now nah, you definitely can take, can take him. Take I don't know if even going to come back this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's, it's time for you to take your bragging rights, take your bow, have Thank the flowers you. rain over you. Thank you. <laughs> As you did call this, you're one of the few people in America if not yeah. the only person to say that this trade wouldn't work out, that it wouldn't help the Titans out. And once they lost Derrick Henry, this is when the addition of Julio Jones was supposed to kick in. Yeah. Like, okay, now we have a Julio Jones and AJ Brown on each side. Maybe we can pass and get these victories without the strong running game, but that has not happened. So you definitely have the right to brag about that one for sure. Thank you. All right, Jay, what are you bragging about this week? Uh, what I'm bragging about this week, I'll keep it short. I mean, Nick, you already alluded to the Colts. Um, I told you guys this is a real deal team, and they came back from about a one and four start. So I'm loving that. But also the Dolphins. We got to remember they were one and five or whatever it was, and now they're at seven and seven. And, and you know, I call. I remember I called Brian Flores as coach of the year. That's not going to happen, even if they win out. But 
Marines, the fact that he is still is fantastic coach, and he was able to get that team to keep playing for him and playing for him. And Tua does well under him for some reason. So, you know, maybe both of them become wild card teams. I'm pretty sure the Colts are going to get in. I know they got a tough matchup coming up this weekend. We'll talk about it. But um, Miami, they do have a shot as well as any of the other teams. I mean, we still got three games left to go, right? So um, I'm breaking on that, that those teams really are for real. And if uh, the playoffs started today, um, who would it be? The, and oh, the other thing I wanted to brag about is if the playoffs started today in the NFC, I would have six out of seven teams correct. So that's not too bad. Ooh, okay. Wow. That's not yeah, bad. You are the prophet. Hey. <laughs> hey. It's got to come true. Nah, that's that's pretty good for sure. And Baltimore will be out. You were the only one to predict Baltimore as well. The playoffs are today would not be in. That's uh, right. So everything is pointing in the profit's direction right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for my bragging rights, we'll go back. We've talked about Aaron Rodgers a lot today. I did say that Aaron Rodgers would have a monster season to really stick it to Green Bay and be like, I'm on my way out after <laughs> having this type of year. And he's definitely doing that. Like, the thing is, he did himself a disservice, though. We should be talking about how great he is. We should be talking about the fact that at his age, he probably is still, if not the most skilled, right there with Patrick Mahomes as the most skilled quarterback in the NFL right now, even at age 37. Yeah. But instead, we're talking about immunizations versus vaccines, and we're talking about him showing his toe during a press conference. <laughs> we're yeah. talking about him getting his medical advice from Joe Rogan. Or we're talking about him wearing a cancel culture hoodie on the Pat McAfee show. We're talking <laughs> about his terrible hairdo. We're talking about all the wrong things instead of Aaron Rodgers being awesome. Like, And just looking at his last five games here as I find that's that, it's just a microcosm of how awesome he's been this entire year. And when you look at him having a 117.1 passer rating over his last five games. And the average is like 91. Yeah. I call it the Teddy Bridgewater line. The 91 <laughs> is that. <laughs> I like that. I like uh, 91 that. is the average. And he's at 117 over his last five games. Absolutely ridiculous. 13 touchdowns compared to one interception over his last five games. And completing over, you know, 66% of his passes. Absolutely killing it. But instead of celebrating this, we're talking about all the things that Aaron Rodgers has exposed himself to be this year. Yeah. Mm, damn. Yeah, how about that? Hey, you guys just talked about my two uh, Super Bowl teams right there, you know, uh, the Packers and the Titans. You know, I'm, I still I don't look. Julio Jones and uh, A.J. Brown both are likely to actually play this weekend. Uh, well, not next week. I'm sorry, Thursday night against uh, the 49ers, and we'll get into that game. But it looks like they both are going to play. And if they do get Derrick Henry back, that's what makes that offense go, obviously. That, so that's what makes it a whole different story. And uh, Chris, our man over there, throwing flowers at you, Nikki, for uh, your bragging oh. rights at Indy. No doubt. Thank no you. Doubt. Thank you. No, no I'm loving it, too. Beautiful thing. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, D, we got yours. We got everybody's in. Yes, sir. Yeah. Beautiful thing. You know what else is? Let me use music. Come on. Say what? It's right on top. Tricky, 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 tricky. Oh, 
right, all right. Y'all know what time it is now. It is Knowledge with Nikki time, and she's been doing some holiday stuff. We've been having a good time with that. She may have more. I don't know if any presents are coming our way, Nikki. If you're in my ad, <laughs> so I'll take that. But in the meantime, we'll take Knowledge with Nikki. What do we got going on this week? It's our last week of holiday trivia. Uh, mm. No multiple choice this week because I was a little bit short on time this week. So That's all right. Oh, look at that. Jay, my mom is here for you. You see that? She's in the middle of cooking, but she stopped so she could do trivia. Wow. <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. All right. Use Two against one, one, B. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Over here. <laughs> All right. So last round holiday, it's various. There's no, it's not necessarily music or movies. So whatever i decided to pull out of my butt <laughs> okay. time all right i'm not sure i want to see what you pull out of there but uh we'll talk about <laughs> it <laughs> all right who's first uh i'm first this week oh, okay who's first okay all right d what is the dutch name for santa claus the dutch name for santa claus uh Danish claws? <laughs> Sounds like a dessert, right? Like a, like that like Danish Danish. <laughs> or maybe oh, oh man. The Dutch name for Santa Claus? Yes. Ma, you got any idea? <laughs> question mark, question mark. I'm, I'm gonna save my lifeline then. I'm gonna save my lifeline. <laughs> not sure. Um Sanche Clonche. All right. You know what, Jay? In the spirit of giving, I will oh. give that to you. It's Center Claus. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's kind of close. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I- I'm giving presents. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Right. I'm, like, I'm just thinking, like, how, I mean, I was thinking if somebody gets, like, close, that's pretty close, right? I, I, I get it's close enough because I, it was a whole nother language that I was speaking. And then, All right, but you got like the center part, right? Ish. Yeah, so. somehow it came out of my mouth. It just worked. Okay. So you just <laughs> Mom's think- like, oh, thanks for the present. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Not bad. Phonetically, you got there. So. Yeah, somehow. Somehow the words f- fumbled out of my mouth and, you know, <laughs> somewhat of a right answer. All right, Dean. Number two, which U.S. state first recognized Christmas as a national holiday? Hmm. First U.S. state to recognize Christmas. I'm going to go with Virginia. Jay? I had Ohio in my mind for some reason. No. Alabama. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Alabama. Ma Connecticut, total guess. All right, good. I'm still, I still got a lifeline out there for her. <laughs> All right, D. When is National Candy Cane Day? National Candy Cane Day? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say December 1st. No. Jay? December 13th. No, December 26th. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, might, maybe, I was thinking, damn, shoot. All right, good question. 
Oh, man. All right. Last one for you, Dean. Where is the Christmas tree capital of the world? The Christmas tree capital? Uh-huh. Of the world? Of the world. Oh, wow. Mm. I am going to say the Christmas tree capital of the world is Paris. No. Jay? I got to save Mob's lifeline for when it's my turn. So I'm going to go with <laughs> Switzerland. No. It's a place mm. called Indiana, Pennsylvania. Oh, interesting. I've oh, heard wow. of that, actually, believe it or not, but I never would have guessed that. I didn't know. Okay. All right. Indiana, yep. Pennsylvania it is. All right, Dean. You got to be a thief right now. <laughs> snatch it. it. Snatch it back yep. like you snatched your... Would you Apology snatch back. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, here we go. Um, in what year did the pink Christmas tree become popular? Two thousand ten? No. D nineteen eighty five. No, nineteen fifty. Uh, all right. All right. Pink tree. Oh, Mar Marty was close. Marty was, was oh, close. Not bad. Mom asked him where multiple choice was. I was it was a little, little bit of a rushed week. So I just well said. <laughs> okay. Jay, what were Frosty the Snowman's last words? <laughs> Ma, you got a lifeline? <laughs> she knows it. I'm sure she knows it. Probably, I, I would say, it's like the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm melting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I'm melting. Date? Uh, oh, damn. I should have waited to get listened to it. Yeah, I'd use a lifeline if I were you. <laughs> I'll be back someday. I'll be back someday. There it is. Here you go. <laughs> Mom, sorry I didn't wait. It sounded like you didn't know. I wasn't sure if you knew. I should have waited longer. I apologize. Uh, thank you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke too soon. All right. What are we, tied up? Tied up. Yep. Yep. Okay. Right. Break it up. Here we go, Jay. Number three. What did, what did Lucy want for Christmas in A Charlie Brown Christmas? Mom? <laughs> Help. Do you know the... I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll, I'll give it a second. Um, football's too easy. Um, and that's definitely not it. It's not a football. No, I didn't. I said my answer. I didn't say I football. know. I know. I'm just telling you guys. Oh, uh, all right. So what was, her, what was her gift? What she wanted? Yeah. What did she want? Uh, A date with Charlie Brown. I think she hated Charlie Brown, right? <laughs> That's why she pushed him over because she had a secret crush on him. Yeah, she always was like pushing him and stuff, right? Yeah. No, she did not want to date with him. Um, uh, I'm going to say a blanket. No, guys, she wanted real estate, remember? 
real no. estate. Yeah, she asked for real estate. I believe you, of course. But really, real estate. Wow. <laughs> Spirit animal. What would you like? I would like real estate. Five <laughs> year old girl. What the hell does she know about real estate? Jesus. <laughs> help me teaching these kids. <laughs> I don't know how old the Charlie Brown kids were supposed to be, actually. Well, Charlie Brown is bald, so he's either a baby or he's ninety. Yeah, I don't know what she is. I can't figure it out. There's one little swirly hair coming out over here. Come on. Yeah. And then they got the dirty kid, right? Wasn't yeah. there one like wrapped in filth all the time? Well, and Lions is the one carrying around the blanket. Maybe that's where you got blanket from. And who's yeah, is he, the one that plays the piano too? Oh, yeah, that kid. All right, I'll stop. Okay. All right, last one. Last one last for one. you. Here we go. How many lights were used on the Christmas vacation house? <laughs> I'm trying to remember this movie. Uh, all right. I can't. I'm taking up two time. Ma, you got any idea? No, no. <laughs> How many lights are put on it? Um, I'm trying to think of the significance and I forgot. She's saying 30,000. I'll just go with her because she's smarter than I am. 30,000. D? I'm going to say 10,000. Jay, you got it. 25,000. Good job, everybody. Good job. All right. Way to go, Ma. Uh, Good win, Jay. (laughs) knowledge with nikki action in the house as always all right way to go nick excellent excellent so yeah merry christmas to all as of course because we won't be back till next wednesday so yep we'll have to do more holiday stuff we have to think of a holiday thing to do maybe i don't know if we have time it'll be new year's we have to get drunk pretty much i guess that's yeah that's what we have to do yes we have to get smashed i'm definitely down for it yep i'll do it bring on the eggnog (laughs) let's get her going no (laughs) <laughs> you don't like eggnog? All right. Truthfully, I've never had it. I can't bring myself to like drink it. I don't know. It just looks it, like I don't like eggs, but it doesn't have an egg taste an egg taste to it. Hold on. You don't like <laughs> eggs? <laughs> <laughs> she she almost gave her a heart attack, God forbid. <laughs> Hold on, wait a second. Stop <laughs> you understand, like where you know in Jersey, that's a staple, like egg on everything, like pretty much. Oh, yeah, it's like bacon egg. To, I always have to ask for stuff with no egg. No egg whatsoever. Yeah, if I can yeah. taste it. If I can't taste it, then it's fine. But if I can taste it, no egg. Wow. Yeah, if anything, you would get it fried as hell, right? Fried and dry. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big egg fan, egg fan either. You know, I I do like bacon, egg, and cheese, but I like it fried. It's just because in New York, New Jersey, they make it so much different. So, like down here, I would never order it in a million freaking years. It would never happen. But uh, eggnog, yeah, I I remember trying it as, I don't know, maybe 15 or 16, and just because it was like a dare, and it disgusted me, made me sick. (laughs) What's it taste like, though? I can't describe it's, it. It's, yeah, it's hard to describe what eggnog actually tastes like. Uh, yeah, you just got to try it. I can't really think of anything that's comparable. Is it like custardy or like milkshakey? It's more milkshakey than custardy. Milkshakey. Yeah, it's like a milkshake of fat. 
I don't know, some crap. <laughs> you gotta try it. It's all funked up. <laughs> That'll yeah, be our bet for next year. Nick can end up loving it. She'll be like, what are you guys talking about? This shit's great. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, throw some, everyone's saying put some booze in it. So I'd probably drink it if there's yeah, yeah, well that's pretty much yeah. the deal. Yeah. You know, yeah, you gotta put you gotta put some alcohol in it. Oh, you yeah. gotta put alcohol in it. Oh, yeah, 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 put alcohol in it. Yeah. That's <laughs> I don't think anybody would drink it otherwise, to be honest. Well, I shouldn't say that. There are people out there with weird taste buds, so what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Marty said it tastes like diabetes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that's something you want on your plate. So <laughs> get it off. Yeah, no, but we should get drunk next week. We should have all our um, viewers and listeners come bring their favorite drink with us and Ooh, good idea. post to a new year. Yeah. All right. All right. You see, I'm going to be down to drink, but I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. All right. Yeah. But it is Christmas in a few days and uh, yeah, got to work to do but that's okay let's we're not, we're not working now we're talking football that's all right so speaking of football and speaking to who's on top and who's going to be having a, a good christmas the packers probably are because they're the only team that actually clinched a playoff spot but we got a lot to go right now they're the number one seed the cowboys are two because the buccaneers and cardinals both lost and you know the cowboys won over the weekend so the rams are in the fifth spot 49ers uh in sixth and the Vikings, because of their win over Chicago on Monday night, have jumped into the seventh spot. The Eagles right behind them with the same record at 7-7, seven and seven, as well as the Saints with their win over Tampa Bay. So Washington most likely out, you know, at 6-8 and eight right now. Same thing with the Falcons. Um, so we got 7-7 seven and seven Vikings, 7-7 seven and seven Eagles, 7-7 seven and seven Saints. I don't know, Nikki, out of those three teams and – Looking at the rest of their schedules, a couple of division matchups and everything, I, I'm not sure who's got the best road. Maybe Philly has the best road to win it, I think, but are they the best team out of the three? No. Uh, the Saints are the – you said Minnesota, right? Is there Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota, Philly, and New Orleans. Well, okay, last week I said it would be Philly that would take that spot. I mean, New Orleans is going to have to score a few more points if they want to. <laughs> but, I mean, that defense is something serious. I yeah. I don't know. Oh, God, it changes It changes too much for me. It's exhausting. <laughs> this week I would edge to the Saints because, like we said, I don't put a ton of faith in Minnesota. I last week thought Philly would be the better of a team, but now I'm going to change it to the Saints. Yeah, well, the Saints got the Dolphins coming up, so that that'll be an interesting matchup. It's yeah. actually yeah. that a football game to talk about. The Eagles play your Giants, Nikki. So you know what? The Giants already beat them earlier this year. It could happen again. We'll see what happens. And Minnesota's got the Rams, and the Rams definitely want to win that game. And Minnesota, like you said, is a house of cards. I don't know if I trust them. The Saints' offense. I'm like, you know, where's all that offense going to come from? Because it's going to have to be a lot of Kamara and a lot of Taysom Hill uh, yeah. running the ball for the most part. And then I look at the Eagles, and I'm like, they're one of the best rushing teams in the NFL, but they don't have a great defense. I can't put it all together. But right now, I would say maybe Philly because of their schedule. Maybe I would take them. But I don't have confidence that Minnesota is going to stay there. That's one thing. Yeah, I picked Philly last week because I thought they had the best schedule. But I also didn't think the Saints would shut out Tampa Bay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so now with the Saints getting that win, these next three games are actually – probably better for the Saints than they are for Philly because Philly has Dallas the last week of the year. And now with Dallas having a real chance at number one seed, they're definitely going to be playing that week. So now it's like – We'll see. That, 
they still can slip back or they can get locked into a position that's true. Right. If they were fighting for something that last week, I definitely believe Dallas can beat Philadelphia, even though I do think Philly beats maybe the Giants and Washington again. Uh, but with New Orleans, we have Miami, who we'll get into a little bit here. Uh, but we also have Atlanta and Carolina. Right. All three games are very winnable. Yeah. Uh, so I think like New Orleans the best now out of those three because of that win over Tampa Bay. It sets them up to be able to take that last spot. Mm. Yeah. I just can't have the 49ers falling back. Look, they're eight and six. Play the Titans on Thursday night. So that definitely is a tough game no matter how you look at it. Um, and then we got uh, the Rams again, I believe. So, yeah, I got to stay there. Eight and six, you know, just got to get a couple more wins and put this thing away. So, all right, we'll see. But, yeah, the Saints definitely look tough on defense over the there. The Cowboys, so. can they – they can't take the one seat. Can they? Can they well, sure they can if they okay. win. Out, you know, if they win out they or whatever. They win out, right? Okay. Yeah. No, they don't yeah. have to. Yeah, where we got three games left. No, two games left. I'm sorry. Because Pack, uh, Packers are 11 and three, Cowboys 10 and four. Same thing with um, – Tampa and so, yeah, uh, it, is three, it is three left, right? Because they're playing 17 games. Oh my god, yeah. exactly. They're playing 17 games, so yeah, no, there is time. Yeah. There's time, yeah, there is time. This thing could switch up a lot. I mean, you know, we can see, you know, again, Arizona pop out of there and the Rams pop in there, and maybe the Rams getting to a, a two seat, perhaps. You know, who knows? Yeah. We'll see, but um, yeah, three games left. That's right, 17 games this year. God. All right, uh, how about the AFC? The Chiefs are number one. So we all thought they would get there at some point, and bam, there they are. And the Patriots right behind them at two. The Titans are three right now um, with the nine and five record. The Bengals <laughs> leading the AFC North at eight and six. There are the Colts at eight and six with the five seed. The Chargers, who I just talked about, who are poorly coached, they're going to have to figure it out. But they got the six seed, also eight and six. And the Bills are also eight and six. So they're all in the playoffs, and the Ravens are also eight and six, but they're on the outside looking in right now with the Steelers seven, six, and one. Then you got a bunch of teams seven and seven, the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Browns. You know, with all that mixed up top, I'm not sure any of them seven and seven teams are going to get in there. Because the Bills, Chargers, and Colts are all tough teams. And so can be the Ravens if they get healthy. And again, the Steelers are a tough out. So the teams that are in now. I think most likely you're going to stay there, but if any team could sneak in, it could be the Ravens, I guess, guys. But Damien, I don't know who would, if the Ravens get in, who comes out? Or do you think who's in there now stays in there? Yeah, I think who's in there now stays in there. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore, I thought their best shot was to win a division. Uh, and now the way they're looking as far as their secondary, that defense, it's going to be tough for them mm-hmm. to win their you know last three games. Yeah, they and, play Cincinnati this weekend. Yeah, so that's a huge matchup there, oh, of course. Huge. Yes. Um, so I think those three teams that are already in there will stay there because they all three of those teams have strengths of playoff teams, while Baltimore seems like right now their weakness might have them as a team that doesn't deserve to be in. Yeah, interesting, you know, and maybe people would be singing a different tune if they would have got that two-point conversion last week against Green Bay, but uh, that failed, of course, because it was a stupid-ass play call. I don't know what the hell they were doing, but Huntley did a heck of a job. I wouldn't – look, they're trying to get Lamar Jackson to play by this week, but I'm not I'm, – look, I'm not saying that Huntley's a great player. Look, it was like really a one-game sample size for the most part, and I don't know if he's that kind of player, but I don't know if I would rush Lamar Jackson back either. I know they're trying to make the playoffs, but – I don't know. If, I don't know, Nikki. Maybe going with Huntley for the next game may be the best answer for them right now. I don't think Huntley's horrible. 
No. Uh, do you put Lamar in there? Do they win? Probably. But what is the deal with going for two? Take the points. Like, mm. especially in the beginning, okay? You know how I feel. If they had those points, they would have won the game. So yeah. I don't understand that early in the game. Take the points. Like, you just basically keep saying, I don't trust my defense. So, uh, you know, I now you've done it twice. You failed. Uh, take the points. Like I always joke and say, I'd probably be a very conservative coach, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I just think that that was the difference right there. No, okay. We, we talked about this game also. Yeah. You, we're, they're leaving valuable points on the yeah. board and the points that you score in the first quarter or leave on, leave away on the first quarter, they count. They mean something toward the end of the game. And we don't, don't you hear announcers every game, right? You say, Oh, we're going to be talking about that one in the fourth quarter, that mixed missed extra point or whatever it is, yeah. or some crap like that, it will come back to have some factor at the end of the game. So, yeah, these decisions poor. And, again, the play call was poor. They basically cut the field into a quarter. You know, like, yeah. why not spread it out and let, you know, Huntley look around or maybe even run it if he had to. So, but, anyway, they shouldn't have done it. You have Justin Tucker, kick the thing, go to overtime. You're pretty much feeling lucky that you should even be there to begin with, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah no, it was the, uh, the comeback shouldn't have happened. So, at that point, you got to – Take you like okay, we're lucky to be here. Let's go ahead and capitalize on this luck while we're here. You know, walk away from the table and kick this field goal instead of gambling some more. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, we were watching the game, and it was funny because oh. we're I was back home this past weekend. My grandfather's a big Baltimore Ravens fan. My brother-in-law is a Packers fan. <laughs> Whoa, interesting nice. house on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like my and my grandpa's an old school Browns fan that converted when they moved to Baltimore uh, and stayed with them even when the Browns came back. Smart move by yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like at first we thought the game was over. Aaron Rodgers is cooking and they're up by two scores. Like, okay, this yeah. game is gonna be over. I was getting ready to switch to Cincinnati and Denver, but I was like, all right, let me just keep it here just in case. And when they started, when they came out there the first time and they did the thing where they're trying to force them to come off sides mm -hmm. or to go in the neutral zone. At that point, once that didn't happen and you didn't get the ball on the one, mm -hmm. they should be like, oh, our luck is up. Let's kick the field goal now. The fact yeah. that they went back out there yeah. to go for it. And like you said, the play design, you're cutting off half the field and you can't expect the young quarterback to see the wide receiver open in the back of the end zone because yeah. he's so – because Mark Andrews was the whole game plan. Like every, every day. we kept yeah, joking in the house. Like, are they, yeah, are they going to guard Mark Andrews at all? Are they going to yeah. try to stop? They know he's looking for Mark Andrews the whole time. Yeah. So in that play, they knew they was. So if the only thing I would say is they should have known that Green Bay was going to have coverage just slide it over to Mark Andrews in a very heavy fashion. Yeah. And maybe they should have took advantage of that, used him as a decoy, and then the primary option should have been Brown in the back of the end zone. But it's again, you kick the field goal there. You have your team has momentum. If you get the you get the kickoff or you get the coin toss and get the ball first, they could have very easily went down the field, especially the way Huntley was cooking in the game. Right, right. So you you make it just like he's leaving his chances up to a coin toss. You know, like that's ridiculous, right there. You know, so like if the Packers get it, they're going to come down and score a touchdown. That'll be the end of the story. No, I mean not necessarily anyway. But yep, talking about co uh, costing your team's games. Uh, Harbaugh has done it, you know, a couple of times already. So there you go. Otherwise, the Ravens would be in first place right now. Well, there you have it. Um, yeah, even Marty's talking about the Bills. 
thought that thought yeah I thought they'd be looking better too. They got a big game against the Patriots this weekend that we're going to be talking about in a couple of minutes over here. But um, yeah, I kind of like the way it looks now also. So we'll see how it goes. But that's the playoff picture as of week sixteen. Let's make some pick got picks, guys. Thursday night football. We start out with my 49ers going to Tennessee to play the Titans. Like I said, it looks like Julio Jones and AJ Brown are both going to be back. Um, I'm not sure how f- if uh, Foreman is banged up. I want to see if I can get it real quick while we're talking over here. But um, it's going to be a tight game, Nikki. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with this game. Like, but first of all, I want to ask you guys this real quick. Do did you like football on? Monday and two. So we had it Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Were you mm-hmm. like tired of it or did you like it? I kind of liked it. I don't know what day it was. I was like, oh my God, it's football every day. Is it Sunday, Thursday? What am I doing? My lineup? Like, what? Yeah. did you like it? Uh, it's, we did, we had it last year too, right? Where we had football pretty much every day in one week. Mm-hmm. Um, for yep. me, I like, because I also like other sports. For me, I like it more when it's just those three days of, Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, the Saturday games are cool when college football is done. I like how they do that and they let college football breathe and not just, you know, stomp on their product. So I like how they, they, <laughs> let, they, they do that. So I do like the Saturday game, especially if it's a good Saturday game. Uh, I think you could do it just one Saturday game. Yeah. And you can have that as like the primary game or whatever. But I like more a few days, not every, not four straight days of football. Because I feel like by that Tuesday, I was footballed out. And I end up watching the basketball game. All right. Well, there you go. Well, you you know, it's also because you love uh, basketball as well. That's another reason why. I get it. Um, I can understand being, you know, a little tired out um, through it, you know. But I I loved it. The unfortunate part for me was that I was at work. I work late. I don't even get off until 9 o'clock. So, like I said, I'm, like, looking at my phone and everything, trying to watch the games and stuff. (laughs) But, no, I I couldn't get enough of it. Honestly, I couldn't get enough of it. Um, but Marty uh, asked real quick what the Packers' remaining schedules. They got the Browns this week, then the Vikings, then the Lions. I think they're going to be the one seed. Yeah, just to wrap it. Yeah, I think they look pretty good. They probably win all three of those games. But um, no, we'll make our picks. But yeah, it looks like Foreman is going to play. He did practice uh, on Tuesday, even though he's got an ankle. So I don't know. The Titans are going to have weapons. They can play defense. Marty thinks the 49ers win in a close game. Nikki, what do you think? Yeah, I just I'm not feeling the Titans. Like I said, they yeah. they're just lacking these these game changing playmakers that they need. So I'm gonna go San Fran 24, Tennessee 20. Okay, Nikki's going with my Niners. I love it on the road in Tennessee on a yeah. Thursday night. D, what do you think? I think I believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the last last Make my five years. Go crazy. Oh, like, <laughs> right all over the place. <laughs> Uh, last five games for Jimmy Garoppolo, he has 105.8 QB rating. Uh, when I said that earlier, the average is 91. So you definitely don't expect Jimmy G to be up there. No. Uh, 69% completion rating with eight touchdowns and three interceptions. So I love the balance of running past they have, starting to trust Jimmy G a little more. You can't go crazy. You can't just put it all yeah. in Jimmy's hands. Yeah, no, no, give, no. give him a little <laughs> bit of the skills. Don't give him the whole bag. Just right, right, right. a little bit of the skills into I'll his hand. You can handle it. Okay. <laughs> And they're getting healthy. Their defense is playing better. So I believe that San Francisco is going in the right direction. Tennessee is going in the wrong one. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, his last five games, just to compare it, he has a 73 quarterback rating, <laughs> completing 66% of his passes, only three touchdowns compared to six interceptions. 
So when you have two quarterbacks going in opposite directions, I'm going to go with the one going in the good direction. So give me San Francisco 20 to 16. That's a hell of a philosophy right there, man. I'll take it. Uh, all right, D, going with my 49ers. I am also taking the 49ers on the road. And I went back and forth with this one a lot, guys, because, you know, going over, you know, from the West Coast on a short week, uh, it is part of a tough thing to do. And Tennessee, uh, they need, you know, they want to make sure they win this division. So they can be playing their ass off. But Ryan Tannehill's got to get his stuff together. I think it's a real close game. I think the 49ers are just tough enough, again, at the line of scrimmage. Um, the Titans are missing Taylor Lewan and another one of their stud uh, offensive linemen. So that's going to be a problem for them. I think that the Niners are going to get to Tannehill quite a lot. But I think it'll be a close game. I think the 49ers do win, but 29-26 on uh, Thursday Night Football. So, all right, we all got the 49ers. Let's all pray that they win. That'll be a beautiful thing. Nikki, you want games? We got games. Saturday, we got two of them also, but they'll probably move to, like, freaking Wednesday. Uh, by the time this shit's over, but let's see. <laughs> uh, just talked about the Packers, um, the Browns at the Packers this week, Damien. Um, and the Browns, we know, have been very unhealthy, not too much together. And the Packers want to keep that one seed, but the Browns hoping, clinging on to any chance they can get in the AFC to get into the playoffs. So what do you think happens? Yeah, I think we talked about how hot Aaron Rodgers is right now, combined with that Packers defense. I think it's too much for a banged up, Cleveland squad. Uh, Baker Mayfield may be back in this game, but you guys know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. He's a <laughs> below average quarterback. Even his stats say so. His quarterback rating is 84 or 81.4 in his last five games compared to an average of 91 throughout the league. So I got to go with Green Bay in this one. I do think it's a good game, though, going Green Bay 27 to 20. All right, 27-20. All right, I got some, some over there. Just want to say it out to Marty. He gave us a, a nice shout-out listening uh, to his uh, first episode over here. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate it, man. So, yeah, Yay. definitely. We, did, we enjoyed you your so feedback. Much, yeah, we enjoyed your feedback, no doubt. Um, I also got the Packers in this one. Uh, I have a similar score, 27-17, even though I don't think it'll be that close. And I have to lock this one in. I think the Packers absolutely Ooh. win this game. Yeah, I'm not. it's at home Saturday. Uh, the Browns right now not looking good. The, their only hope is to rush for 200 yards, and I don't really think that's going to happen, and I don't think that the secondary is worried about Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, Nick Mullins, or anybody that they're going to throw back there. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Packers in the lock, Nikki. Um, <coughs> sorry. Yeah, no, I okay. think that um, Cleveland's probably going to have to score at least 30, I think, to beat them. I don't think that's going to happen. So I have Green Bay 30, Cleveland 23. Yeah, the, the Cleveland's defense suspect, man. They're supposed to be a lot better than this right now. I know Miles Garrett is playing out of his mind, and, you know, Clowney has done his thing, but they need to be better all around. So, um, yeah, I think that the Packers are going to put a, put a hurting on them a little bit. The other Saturday game we got is the Indianapolis Colts against those now Fugazi Cardinals, hopefully, oh. for the rest of the season. All right, the game's in Arizona. Um, this one's a tough one. I, again, another one I went back and forth on just because I feel like Arizona's defense is going to show up. I feel like Indy's defense is going to show up, but no more DeAndre Hopkins. And I think that definitely has an effect on this offense. And I think maybe we saw the beginnings of that in Detroit. Um, tough one, guys, but I'm going to go with the Colts by a field goal here. 2017. I think it's going to be more of a defensive game than anything. So, yeah, I got the, the quote-unquote upset with uh, Indianapolis going into Arizona, D, in your state over there. So I'm going to take Indy, 2017. Yeah, I definitely see why you made that pick, and I agree with you. I got Indianapolis, the Colts, 
I can't say that word for some reason today. So I, got the, <laughs> I got the Colts 28 to 17. Uh, right. Looking at the Cardinals, their defense has given up over 100 rushing yards in three of their last five games. Mm. That That is, you know, just well cooked for the Colts who mm. have ran for over 100 yards in almost every game this year, except for two, both games against the Titans that were held under 100. So that team of anybody else, they're going to rush for 100 yards. Kyler Murray has to be the one to save the Cardinals and he hasn't played in that type of way lately uh, in his last five games, six touchdowns, six interceptions for mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. So he's definitely not showing that. So I'm going with the Colts 28 to 17. I like it. All right. Taking it. It doesn't even sound like a close game, according to you, that Indy's going to take this one clean in Arizona over there. And yeah, that's a great stat. Jonathan Taylor should have himself a day. Nikki, what do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. Listen, I like I said, I ate crow on Indy. Indy's won, you know, five of their last six. They've covered in three of their last four. I'm going to take Indy. I'm going Colts 26, Arizona 23. All right, excellent. All right, I love it. All right, so we're all on Indy. We're all on the Niners. We're all on the Packers. Only one lock in so far. Let's get to Sunday where we begin with Nikki's Giants going to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. The Giants are you know, they just don't even have anything to play for, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> except for Hart, and Philly has a lot to play for. So for me, this one's an easy one. And even though the Giants beat them earlier this year and they know how to play against Philly, I think that rushing game is going to attack. I think Jalen Hurts is going to play with confidence. I think they really put it on the Giants 36 16, Damian. Oh, yeah. a lot of points right there. Whoa. I do agree with the Philadelphia pick, I uh, don't agree with a lot of points. Uh, I got Philadelphia winning 17 to seven. That Giants offense is going to be struggling out there, especially without their starting quarterback now. So I got to go with Philly to win this one, especially with them playing for a lot and playing for pride. The fact that the Giants beat them and their uh, Giants defense dominated in that way in that first matchup. So I'm going Philly 17 to seven this one and clank, clank. Lock it in. The lock is there. Lock number one. All right, little bagels and locks over there. Nikki, it's your Ooh, Giants. Can bagels they do it again? and locks. Oh, I'm talking about bagels, my favorite food. I'm getting started. Uh, listen, no, Giants are just, it's depressing. I just, I, I don't know why I watch, why I bother. Um, you know, I, <laughs> You're a fan. I know. Huh, I, too, have Philly winning. I will say this. The the spread is 10. I would watch that, okay? I don't, I don't really think, I don't think that, Philly's going to cover that. So I have Philly 20, Giants 16. I think it's going to be a little bit closer. Just your typical NFC East. The Giants defense will play them tough. Yeah, they they usually do. They usually do. I just, for some reason, just feel like they're just like demoralized right now and have nothing left to give at all, except let's see if they can come out and play with some heart and become a spoiler. You know, maybe help out Damian Saints over there, move up into the seventh spot. I would definitely appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah. let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Saints Nation. Help them out. There you go. All right. Well, the team that is in the seventh spot is hosting those Rams who have been pretty hot. So the Rams go into Minnesota this week, Nikki. Big game over here again for both teams. They both wanted the Rams wanted to get that division. The Vikings want to just make sure they get somewhere in the playoffs somehow. And they again they have the seventh seed right now. They can maintain it with the win. Can they beat the Rams at home? Mm, who Minnesota? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right. They are a house of cards. Uh, 
Rams have averaged 33.5 points per game in the last two weeks. And they seem to, after the, their three game losing streak, they've figured it out. Like, hello, we're a good team. I'm very appreciative of that since I've been so high on them and harping on them all season. So I'm going to stick with the Rams, Rams 33, Minnesota 30. I think Minnesota gives it away on a last minute field goal again. They they end end up giving it away somehow, right? That seems what always happens. Yep. That Minnesota D uh, again, the house of cards, man. I don't know. What do you think about this game? It's going to be, I think it's going to be an interesting one. It'll be interesting, but I got to go with the Rams. You're looking at Minnesota's defense, who has given up 28 points in four of the last five games. The one time they didn't, it was against the Bears. Uh, so you can't, <laughs> can't really take that <laughs> with too much there. Uh, so going against that Rams offense with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup just cooking right now. Got to take that matchup. So I'm going Rams 30, Minnesota 20. All right. Got some high scores over here. I agree. I think there's going to be uh, some points put on the board, but – um, I think this is one of those games where the Rams maybe just don't have it all together going to Minnesota, who I think is just going to be tough. I think they're going to run, run, run the ball. I'm not going to say they're going to run it down their throat, but even in an ugly win, they impressed me over Chicago. I know it sounds weird, but they were able to still go in there and get that win, and the defense held them down. I know Chicago doesn't have a good offense, you know, really, but – it was a game they needed to win, and they went into a hostile environment, and they impressed me. I think that they can win this game. I think they match up pretty well, as a matter of fact, with the Rams. So I'm going to take uh, the Vikings, the home team, in maybe an upset, wow. if you want to call it that. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to take the Vikings in this one, 28-20. Yep. So let's see. Hey, D, you were the only one who took Minnesota last week, man. You made a nice solo pick on that one on the Monday Night Football game. Nikki and I took Chicago. I don't know what we were thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right, let's get to our next one here. Um, Bills-Patriots. Wow, the rematch over here. The Patriots just ran, 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 ran for like 5,000 miles in that game. (laughs) Absolutely insane. Can they do that again? Why not? D, why not? I guess they could do it again, but are they going to do it again? Are they going to throw the ball more than three times? Well, yeah, this time they're playing in semi-normal weather. Yeah. Uh, I looked up the weather report because I was like, let me – they can't go through this again. Yeah. Uh, so this time they're saying that the wind will be eight miles per hour, which is normal. You can throw in eight-mile-per-hour winds. Yeah, uh, yeah. There is a 40% chance of rain, though, in 40-degree weather. So if mm. it's raining and when you might see this running performance again – but Buffalo is going to do everything in their power to not let them run the ball. Yeah. So it's going to come down to can Mac Jones beat you? Can he throw it when they have to throw the ball? He did not show that in their last matchup. So can he show it this time against the Buffalo defense with no Tredavious White? I'm going with New England to win this one. 24-21, Mac Jones shows that he can come through when the running game is stopped. Okay, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go with you on that one because they should, you know, against Indy, they were getting crushed, but they were trying to make a comeback there at the end of the game. And he was looking good when he had to throw the ball for the first time. We saw that he can actually make some of those throws and do some things. So I was a little impressed with him over there. And I also like the Patriots. I think that they're going to beat the Bills again. The Bills are not together, they just don't have it all together. And the Patriots really do for the most part. And you know, Belichick is pissed off about getting that loss right there. He's going to have his team fully ready for this game. And, yeah, I think they run, but I also think that Mac Jones will have success throwing the ball in the air to the tight ends. 
um, maybe, you know, even Bourne or whoever gets in there, Nikki. So I'm going with D. I'm going with the Pats also. Yeah, me too. Because here's what I know. The Bills are inconsistent and the Patriots rarely play two really bad games in a row. So yeah. that being said, I'm going to go New England 23, Buffalo 21. All right. We're all in New England, including Marty over there. He's got the Patriots too. And he's got the Rams by 10. All right. All right. Excellent. Beautiful. Marty's agreeing with us. That means that we got to win this one over here. All right. The next game we got uh, after Bills, Patriots, Bucks, Panthers. Okay. Well, I talked about the Panthers and them being a disgrace at five and nine. The Buccaneers just got whomped on. Brady pissed off as hell. I mean, there's no way that Tampa Bay's losing this game, right, guys? Come on, Dean. No, no, no. way. You got, angry Tom, <laughs> you got angry Tom Brady going against the shell of what the Panthers used to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cam Newton is he's looking done. I know we talked about it last week. How it's a sad thing to say, uh, but looking at his stats this year, passer rating of sixty-seven point eight. Early, remember earlier I said the average is ninety-one. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's really bad. Uh, four touchdowns, four picks. Completing only 54% of his passes in a league where all quarterbacks are like the 60, 65 range, and he's oh. at 54. That is just not good out there. That Bucks defense is going to be ready for him. They're going to be stopping the run, making him throw the ball, and he's shown that he can't do that. Uh, Tom Brady is going to go crazy in this one. So I got Tampa Bay and uh, Mr. Fake Vaccination Card himself is back this week. So I'm going, <laughs> I'm going with uh, Tampa Bay to win this one, 28 to 14. Clank, clank, lock it in. All right. Hey, D, pretty much you said it all, man. I'm with you right there. I don't even have much to add. Yeah, yeah. Brown coming back this week. Couldn't come back at a better time after having, uh, you know, Godwin and Evans go down. So we'll see a lot of Gronkowski. We'll see a lot of Ronald Joe. I got to shut my mouth. Uh, fantasy, freaky fantasy football draft. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Keep going, Jay. Keep talking. Keep uh, going. Man, oh, man. I, I got to put my foot right in my damn mouth. But Marty's <laughs> with us on Tampa Bay also. I got the Bucs winning 23-15. I don't think they put a whole bunch of points on the board. I think they just control the game. 23-15, Nikki. Uh, what do you say? Oh, yeah. Uh, I have Tampa Bay 20, Carolina 13, and I am locking that in. All right. lock. Oh, and I'm sorry. I'm locking mine in as well. I apologize. So we're all locking that one in, all three of us. All right. So triple lock the hell out of that bet. Actually, quadruple lock it because Marty's in too. All right. Jaguars and Jets. Yeah, the biggest game of the weekend. Woo! <laughs> Woo! All right. Yeah, one. I think Stop. Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson combined have one touchdown in the past five months. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> oh, God. But somehow I think they're going to be able to score points in this game because both defenses are so bad as well. And just because the Jets are home and the Jaguars really suck that much, even more, I'll just take the Jets by a field goal 26 23, Nikki. Uh, yeah, I listen. I can't believe somebody's going to win this game. In this game. Maybe not. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe not. You're right. Maybe, maybe not. Crazier things have happened. But uh, it's like loser battles Detroit for number one pick. Like, <laughs> yeah, really? yeah. yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Um, I'm going to go Jets 21, Jacksonville 20. All right. Nikki's on the Jets. Marty's on the Jets. Marty's laughing at you, Nikki. All right, D, what do you got? Most people laughing. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Jets 24 to 20. Uh, no yeah. particular reason. You know, I didn't take notes on this game, so we just <laughs> we just gonna pick the Jets. 
there's not many notes to look at, really. We got better food up here than Florida. How about that? That's That's something you can talk about. Jeez. All right. Well, I don't know how much more to talk about this game either, as the Lions, the suddenly surging Lions, okay, winning two in a row, whatever the hell it is, going against the Falcons in Atlanta, who just got whomped on by the 49ers. So the Falcons, if they want to stay in the playoff hunt, which I think they're out already at six and eight, Nikki, uh, they're going to have to fight in this one. But the Lions have got some fight in them. So what do you think goes down? I think I don't know what Lions team is ever going to show up. Like yeah, I but- don't I also don't know what Atlanta team is ever gonna show up either. Like yeah. but yeah. Huh, you know, I I will um <laughs> I will edge to Atlanta on this one. So right. Atlanta twenty, Detroit seventeen. However, I would not bet or lock this game by any means, because who yeah. the F knows? I, I totally agree. Yeah, I, like this is a game I would not touch, you know, at all, uh, betting-wise, Damien, not, not a shot. But I'm also going to take Atlanta in this one. Um, I just, you know, I think they're the better team. Um, I think the Lions will fight. And would I be shocked if the Lions win? No, because Atlanta is not a great team. But that Russell Gage kid is starting to look good, getting the ball down the field. over there. So I'll take him 24-17. Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta 24-14. But like you said, not locking it in, not going to gamble on it. No. Um, you know, I don't trust the Falcons no. as far as I could throw a house. So <laughs> I'm definitely not going to trust them in this one, but I'm picking them to win. All right. All right. So we're all on Atlanta. All right. We're doing too much agreeing, guys. I mean, something's going to have to happen over here, but uh, I don't think this next game is going to be it as the Chargers go to play the Texans in Houston and the David Mills show has begun. And look, the Chargers obviously need this win. And I think it's bad if a coach's Brandon Staley is they have to win this game thing. I, I don't see any way that they lose. They have to win. They have to win this yeah. game. This is a game where if they lose this game, they'll be right there with how I feel about the Cardinals. You can't lose this game. For real. If you are a good coaching staff, you got to be prepared for this one. You can't get trapped this late in the year to a team like Houston. So I believe in the Chargers in that way. So I'm going to lock it in. Uh, Chargers 30, Houston 10. All right. D is locking it in. That's his third one. Nikki, what do you think? The Chargers going into Houston and taking control? Yeah, no, they have to, right? Because I don't think yeah. – I actually think they either – don't they have to win out or they can afford to lose one? I don't know. They are, they're, up, they're up one game right now, but if they lose okay. this game, yeah. then what, yeah, one of those other teams is going to catch them for sure. Yeah, one of them will. Yeah. Um, no, I think they do it, um, but – Ah, feels like a trap game. Like it just feels <laughs> like one of those. I don't know, but I'm gonna go the Chargers 27, Houston 17. I am gonna lock them in. All right, and as am I. I'm locking them in also. Um, even though, like I said, I, their coach, I don't believe in him, but I believe in their players on the field to get the job done and to execute the plays for the most part, as long as bad things aren't called and they're not in too many fourth down situations. I'm gonna lock it in. Also, I got the Chargers. They need this game badly on the road, so we'll go with them. Uh, we're all on uh, the Chargers again, doing some agreeing over here. Marty thinks the Chargers are going to win by 10. At least uh, I'm with you because I got to score 31-14, guys. I think the Chargers really kicked their ass, so 31-14 for me. And the game for AFC North first place is what it looks like it's going to be. The Ravens going to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. This one is a big one, D, no doubt about it. The winner could get, take control and really, I guess, have control of destiny going forward. They would control their own destiny, the winner of this game. So who's going to do it? Yeah, this is a huge game. 
And the last game was a huge one where Cincinnati put a huge whooping on Baltimore in that one. It was yeah. 41 to 17. Uh, you had you had Joe Burrow for throwing for over 400 yards, Jamar Chase catching and receiving over 200 yards. I don't see how Baltimore has improved any since then, so I don't see how they would stop it. Uh, they might try to double Jamar Chase, but somebody else is going to get those yards. So I got Cincinnati winning 28-24, big day from Joe Burrow. All right. All right. There we go. Um, Nikki, I'm going to have to agree with him over there. I think that Cincinnati is definitely the better team there. More intact, obviously, more healthy. Baltimore's just way too banged up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Huntley, you know, if he can have another game like that, then that'd be amazing. But I still think that Cincinnati will put up enough points on this defense. I like them 30 to 20. Yeah, I'm going to go with my my noisemaker picks that I'm, you know, pick the Bengals to make noise this year. And uh, I'm going to stick with it. I'll go Bengals 27, Baltimore 21. However, I would never lock this game. And oh, a Brazilian nah. <laughs> nah, you can't lock <laughs> AFC North matchups. You can't lock any of them. No, no. especially if she wants to keep her marriage intact. She can't lock this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I stab. stay away from that one. <laughs> it, Probably going to catch shit that I picked the Bengals, but I said they were going to make noise this year. And, and you did. So. You did. You were, you were definitely higher on them than, than D and I were, you know, we, D and I liked them, but you said that they were going to be, you know, a step above um, yeah. what we thought. So you, yeah, you were on that one. Good job. Uh, no doubt. And yeah, we can see them actually have a home playoff game this year, Cincinnati. That would be Good amazing. Wow. That would be cool. That would be cool. All right, let's see. Uh, there ain't no playoffs going on with these next two teams as the Chicago Bears going to play the Seattle Seahawks. Um, neither one of them can figure out a way to win. They both tried the other night. Neither succeeded. So one's got to give. Somebody's got to give. I don't know. Russell Wilson, are you going to throw it to DK Metcalf ever? You got Locke who's banged up. The running game, I don't know. But then on the other side of Chicago, they can't do anything either. They cannot move the ball consistently. Um, they don't, their kicking game is, you know, is a mess also. This game is just ugly. So I think that Seattle wins an ugly game 21, 17, Nikki. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I feel like, I don't even know. Seattle seemed like they woke up a little bit and then like, what the hell happened here? Um, but you know what I do? Like, I do like Seattle cover the seven. I think that is the right number for them. I would bet that. So I am going to go Seattle 27, Chicago 20, and damn it, I'm going to lock in Seattle. As well. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I definitely agree with her. I think Seattle wins this game. I would be really surprised if Chicago wins this game. I just don't think they have enough. What are they, have four or five wins this year, D? So I, I don't know, man. Can they do it? No, nah, I'm going Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't trust the Chicago Bears at all. That offense is – Pooey. (laughs) Just bad. Uh, So I'm going to go with Seattle to win this one 20 to 12. 20 to 12. Oh, interesting score. Okay. I like that. Remember that one. Writing that down, of course. All right. Uh, What's our next game? We have uh, that was Bears Seahawks, and let's do Steelers Chiefs. Okay. You know, that usually sounds like a nice classic game right there, but the Steelers are not the Steelers. They're definitely not running the ball like I thought they would. I thought Najee Harris is going to have a huge year rushing. Um, he still is a very good player. It's just that yeah. they have a bad offensive line. You know, they can't get it together. Pittsburgh, too inconsistent for me, guys. Chiefs got to win this game. 
Um, but Pittsburgh will make it a game because they will play tough defense. And Kansas City, once again, hasn't put it all together on offense. And Tyreek Hill might not be playing in this game. He's on the COVID list right now. So it could be pretty close. But I'm going to take the Chiefs anyway, 22-19, Damian. Okay. I think the Steelers' defense may be a bit overrated. Uh, T.J. Watt, of course, is a monster. He's ridiculous. Yeah, (laughs) ridiculous. But when you're looking at the Steelers' defense, they have given up 30 points in three of their last five games. It was 41 to the Chargers, 41 to Cincinnati, and 36 to Minnesota on that Thursday night game Mm -hmm. that we all Mm -hmm. thought they were going to win. No, no, no. You thought. I I didn't. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> you stand corrected, okay? Yes, he gotta say it. Gotta say it. Yeah, you got your bragging right. You got your bragging. Oh, right. <laughs> there you go, right? Uh, but with that being said, I think the Chiefs have a good game in this one. They'll be able to score on this defense, and the Chiefs' defense has been the better one of these two, actually. Uh, so oh, yeah, I'm going Kansas agree. City, thirty-five to twenty-one. 35-21. All right. So that's pretty much a blowout right there, Nikki. Is what uh, Damien's saying. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, Pittsburgh just does not look good. You know, they just they just don't. They can't get anything going. They they really need to address that offensive line because I don't care who you stick back there. I don't know what they're supposed to do, honestly. Yeah. Like, Great. I mean, it's just uh, – I don't know. But, again, the Steelers are – like, it's just that team that you can't ever count them out as much as you would say, like, oh, they've got no chance to win. Somehow Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger pull it out. But not this <laughs> week. No way in hell. Kansas City 27, <laughs> Pittsburgh 19. 27-19. All right. Yeah, classic game between two classic uh, franchises right there. But – Yep, we all think the Chiefs are going to take this one against the Steelers. The game we have next is another divisional matchup between the Broncos and Raiders in the AFC West. I think they're both 7-7 and right now. Teddy B, you know, we hope that everything is okay, so we know that he is not going to be in the game. The Raiders, I just got to say quick, I know they won the game, but they are so fugazi. The Browns had nobody. They were playing with, (laughs) I mean, their third, fourth string players, players they called up from, like other countries to come play for them. And they just, they needed a field goal at the end to pull it out. I mean, that's how bad the Raiders are. And even though, you know, Drew Locke is back in there for Denver guys, that defense will take control. They will run the ball against the Raiders and they will just mash them down enough to win the game. Ooh. It's going to be ugly. I'm going to take, wow. I'm going to take the Broncos on the road to win at 17, 14. So I might go Lone Ranger over here, but uh, D I'm taking Denver. I can definitely see that. I like your reasoning for that. Uh, this is another one of those Fugazi Bowls. I think this is uh, two <laughs> two very Fugazi teams right here. Um, but I don't believe in Drew Locke at all. Uh, there's a reason why I always confuse him with Jake Locker. Uh, I think there are <laughs> two, two people who have Locke in their name, but the Locks bust. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay now. I like it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going with Vegas in this one, 24 to 17. 24-17. So a touchdown victory for Vegas in Vegas is what D says. I got Denver break the tie, Nikki. Uh, yeah, I I don't have any faith in Drew Locke either. I think him at quarterback makes this offense immediately more risky um, than when you have Teddy Bridgewater back there. I do. I, re- I really like Teddy Bridgewater, so I, I hope he recovers. And I like to see this kid just keep getting his shot because I, I just I do like him. But uh, I'm going to edge to the vet, Derek Carr, here on this one. Raiders 24, Denver 21. 
24-21. All right, so still a close game. All right, we'll see what happens. I am going lone uh, Ranger on that one with Denver. Uh, going to play the Raiders in week 16. All right, Sunday night football. We have Nikki's division, but not her team. It's Washington and the Cowboys going at it. Washington thought they were coming up on the surge a little bit over there. They lost uh, to Philly. Uh, yesterday, they were up 10 nothing, like out of nowhere, and then Philly just came back and started whomping on them. Um, they got to play the Cowboys, who a lot of people do. They're pointing fingers at Dak a little bit. You know, what's going on? Mike McCarthy has no clock management. He doesn't have, like, any other responsibilities he except for that. Does. He <laughs> I mean, never does. He didn't have clock management in Green Bay either. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it really is like, like I mean, Dak Prescott looking over at the sideline like, what are you doing, moron? Let's call a timeout and run another freaking play. That's yeah. unbelievable. But um, with that all being said, uh, Washington going to play the Cowboys, who are the second seed at 10-4 and four right now. Nikki, what do you think happens? Um, what I think happens is Dallas comes in, you know, they get a win here. I do have Dallas winning 26, Washington 20. However, do not, do not be surprised at all whatsoever. If Dallas gives this game away and Washington just comes roaring back in the fourth and scoring a bunch of points, like I can easily see that happening. Oh boy. All right. Marty saying, how about them Cowboys over there also? But, uh, Nikki, you're going with Dallas, but you can see a little action now with Washington. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. You know how these games go. They do get pretty freaking tricky there in the division. There's no doubt. It could, I don't know. It can get real funky. I don't know who's eating Gilbert's grape as the quarterback for Washington right now or whatever his name is. Gilbert what? Grape. Yeah, you ever seen that movie, Leonardo DiCaprio? Who's eating Gilbert's grape? I did see that movie. Can I get oh, it? Oh. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. D, you going with us for Dallas over here or what? Yeah, I got to go with Dallas 27-13. Uh, but we do need to see Dak Prescott play better. I'm doing this whole last five games thing. So his passer rating in the last five games is 80.5, mm. wow. which That's is cool. definitely not on his level. He's yeah. thrown five touchdowns and five interceptions. We're only getting 6.1 yards per attempt. So not right. only is he turning the ball over, but they're not getting the ball down the field. Right. Uh, so we definitely have to see that get better. I think Washington is right for picking for Dallas to get better. So I got Dallas 27-13 in this one. Okay, 27-13. Roll on Dallas. Yeah, I was thinking about locking it in, and then what Nikki said, uh, you know, I, I thought about myself, like any weird thing can happen in this game. But – it's Sunday Night Football. They'll be under the bright lights. Yep, I got Dallas uh, 33-24, so I got the Cowboys. And, yeah, I thought about locking it in, but I think they put up a bunch of points. I really think they find themselves this weekend against Washington, who has been playing better on defense recently, but I don't know about this game. We'll see. We'll see. Um, they just played a couple of weeks ago as well. Let's get to our Monday Night Football game. Damien, we're going to save you for last as your team is hosting the Miami Dolphins who obviously want this game really bad, really bad. Their defense is playing well for the most part. I don't know how they lit up them touchdowns to the Jets, but it happened. Um, they still got the victory. Miami is a good team coming in to New Orleans, Nikki. Um, if New Orleans get that run game going, time of possession, and play that great defense, they can definitely take this game. But on the other hand, I could look at Miami and say they can also play great de- defense. They can run the ball. They can throw it a little bit. They got a few weapons with Kaseki and Jalen Waddle as well. Devontae Parker uh, when he does play. T- tough game on Monday Night Football, Nikki. I'm going to give it to you first. What do you think happens? 
<sighs> yeah, if, if any team had a defense that can come in on the road and win, I would say Miami's definitely one of them. I don't particularly trust either offense 100%. However, I have learned my lesson about the Superdome, okay? I have <laughs> underestimated it, all right? I'm not going to do that again. I don't even, Why are you saving D for last? We already know what he was, he's going to do. Like, <laughs> you're the wild card. Jason, like, Miami's going to win and this crazy shit. No, well, I'm going to Saints 20, Miami 19. I think it's super close. I actually think it's a really great game. All right. All right. I think it's going to be a really great game also. I do. And I think that just because Dolphins can do a little bit more on offense, I think they're going to actually get the win. I think that we're going to see a couple of – I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. Of course he's going to take Miami. I'm not doing it. You know what? It's predictable. You almost know what game he's just going to go the other way on. When was the last time Miami lost a game? Two months ago, okay? They're a good team. They're solid. They're strong. And they're they on fire. You're underestimating the Superdome. You're underestimating mm-hmm. it. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. We'll talk about it next week. I'm going to yes, take Miami yes. by a field goal. D, I hope <laughs> I'm wrong for your sake because I would like to see your Saints get into the playoffs. But that's what it is. It's a matchup for both teams trying to get in the playoffs here. So, Damien, your Saints are going to win by how much? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Yes, you're correct. I have the Saints winning 17 to 9. I do not believe. Wow. Yes, I do not believe in this Dolphins offense. That offense has looked great, right? Looks awesome. Against the Jets twice. Houston. (laughs) Against Carolina. Against the Giants. The only good team they played in this stretch was Baltimore, and that was a Thursday night game. So during this stretch of this six-game winning streak, they've beat a combined half a good team. Like they just have yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that they are truly that good. They're proving that they're not bottom dwellers like they look like early in the season, <laughs> but they're not a team that is going to beat the Saints team with this defense coming off of that win against Tampa Bay. And they learned earlier in the season in their lesson when they celebrated a little too much after beating Tampa Bay the first time and lost to Atlanta. This time they come in focused. Uh, Miami's running defense. Gave up 100 yards twice to the Jets. Saints are going to get 100 yards in this game. Alvin Kamara has a big one. 17-9. Book it. Saints. I would lock it if I had another lock. All right. (laughs) Three locks and a book it. (laughs) Three locks and a book it. And then one idiot on the side picking my hand. Yep. You guys remember that? You guys remember book it? That was so great. Book it. Yeah. Book it. Your old personal pizza. Remember that? I do remember yeah, that. I do. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, you guys remember that. Old school. Yep, bringing it back. Nikki, don't age us over here. Come on. All right, so I'm the one riding with uh, Miami, so I'm Lone Ranger in that one. So either I will win next week by a couple of three games maybe, or I will get crushed by you guys. We'll see what happens over here. All right. But I did get a victory in fantasy football this week, guys. I'm sorry. Yay. I won this one. None of us did particularly well. I'm not going to lie. No 100 points over here. I got 77 Nikki, 56.8. D, you got 50.4, which Ooh. means okay. I go first this week. Right, Nikki? Don't I go first? Sure, Jay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not arguing every week over these stupid-ass rules. Good. That makes Good. no sense. <laughs> Winner goes first. That's it. That's the only way to do it. All right. So uh, I'm going to kick it off over here. Um, I wish I remember who you guys picked. I wish I took that all down. But... Um, 
My first pick's going to be there's a couple of quarterbacks actually I like, but you know what? I already said his name, and of course I'm going to kick myself if somebody else takes him. And I think that you guys are smart enough that you probably would take him without Leonard Fournette this week. I'm going to take Ronald Jones in that game, so that'll be my first pick, my running back. It's a good pick right there. Which means we are up to you, D. Oh, okay, I'm going second. All right, let me get – give me Jimmy G. against. Mm, nice one. I do like that. Yeah, I think Kittle and Debo are going to have – what am I doing? Go ahead, Nikki. <laughs> uh, let, me, uh, let me get Matt Ryan this week. It's another quarterback I had. Wow, we, great minds do think alike. I'm not even going to get mad. Great minds think alike. Beautiful thing. <laughs> Nikki, Ryan, and you get another pick too. Oh, I get another pick. You sure do. Hmm. What do I want to do? I'm really like down to. Uh, huh? No, I'm just saying. What you going to do? Oh, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, this is probably risky, but give me Devonta Smith. I think it's a good pick. Yeah. That one right there. Going up against the Giants. It's tough to do yeah. that against the team, but I understand. All right, D. You got Jimmy G. I think that's a really good pick. Who are you going to take next? Oh, uh, give me David Montgomery against Seattle. Damn it. Yeah, nice pick, man. Good pick. Again. Jay's just trying to keep his, his cool, but he's mad. <laughs> that no, no, no. I, I'm being oh, chill yeah. today. I'm being oh. chill. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> pissed off. She wants, me, wants my eyes to bug out of my head. All no, right. Uh, <laughs> I like that Devonta Smith. I've had, I have all these guys, uh, I swear to God, man. Um, okay, so I got Ronald Jones. I got to make two picks right now. Let me take the Eagles defense. Mm. You get that in there. I think that they're going to do some nice things against the Giants who just can't do anything offensively right now. So you can see some sacks, maybe some turnovers. And um, yeah, Atlanta, they're playing the, they're playing the Lions. Russell Gage has been popping off lately. I mentioned his name before, so I'm going to go with Gage at wide receiver. Oh. So he's going to put up a hell of a lot of points this week. I I can see like 20 points, something like that. Touchdown, 100 yards. I like it. All right, D, you got Jimmy G and David Montgomery. All right. Well, give me the tight end for the New York Jets, Ryan Griffin. Oh, Okay. Ryan Griffin. How many people out there listening know who that guy is? <laughs> I don't even know who he is, and I live in the damn market. <laughs> Be cool right there. I have tight ends. I went I went hard early on tight ends. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the tight end thing is very shaky. You guys love Boy, it. I should have picked mine earlier. Damn. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So that's uh, D's tight end. Nikki, you got a quarterback and a wide receiver. What are you going to do next? You got I two don't. picks. I don't. I I don't know. Um, let's uh, let's go Cordero Patterson. Let's let's just okay. do a combo there. Yeah, let's see how pick. we do. Yeah, he's been he's been killing this year, Loki. Yeah, he's the flex man. You can play him anywhere. Running back, it is okay. Tight end and defense, you need. I get one. I get another pick right now. Yeah, one more. Yep. Um, I guess. Wow, I don't even know what to do for tight end. This is bad. <laughs> this is so bad. Um, 
I guess give me uh, Cole Cole Kemp. How you say that? Met Cole yeah, Met. Met. Cole Kemet. I really love it, but I don't really have much of choice. Yeah. Seattle's not a great defense, so you know things could happen. You never know. All right. Uh, so we're gonna get back to you, D. Um, you got Jimmy G, Montgomery, and uh, and Griffin for the Jets tight end. Who are you going? Who are you going with next? Uh, give me Kansas City's defense against Pittsburgh. Not bad. I like that. Not a bad pick at all. All right, I like it. Okay, I get two picks to close out my team over here. I'm gonna go with. Speaking of the Steelers, I'm gonna go with their tight end, Pat Fryermuth. <laughs> <laughs> You watch is gonna go nuts this week. I betcha. Uh, <laughs> so now I need a Pat Fryer move. That's what I'm going with. Now I need a quarterback, and I swear you guys took two out of the three on my list. And the uh, the other quarterback, I'm not so sure I want to play now. But I played a lot of other quarterbacks, and I can't be cheating over here. I got to do the. I got to be real. Um. Damn, I can't believe you got Jimmy G and Matt Ryan. They were my one and two. I I can't believe the two of you. My God. All right, I'm gonna have to do it. I'm I'm gonna have to hope that he has a much better game than he did last time. I'm gonna go with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think he will. Well, he's gotta do better than last time, right? But I hope I mean much better for playoff fantasy sake, but I still want the Giants to beat them again. So all right, my team is complete. D, let's complete your team. You need a wide receiver. Yeah, you mentioned this guy earlier. You said that he needs to be fed. Well, I think that the person that is cooking the meal will feed him. Russ is going to cook and throw it to DK Metcalf. Okay. Give me DK Metcalf as my receiver. All right. DK it is. Yep. I'm waiting for him to have a big game. You know, changing the hair color. You know, something's got to pop off. That'll work. Nikki, you need a defense to close out your team. I sure do. Um, I guess give me Cincinnati. Oh, that's actually a good – it's a pretty good pick yeah. right there. That's not bad. Yeah. Baltimore, unless Huntley, you know, plays another big second half like he did, that could be a pretty good one. All right, so, Nikki, your team. Uh, Matt Ryan, Cordell Patterson, Devonta Smith, Cole Komet in the Bengals defense. D, you got Jimmy G, Dave Montgomery, DK Metcalf, Ryan Griffin, and Kansas City's defense. And I am, I guess, the current – Freaky fantasy football draft champion for this week. I got Jalen Hurts, Ronald Jones, Russell Gage, Pat Fryermuth, and the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. So we'll uh, see how his that name, goes. His name definitely should have been like a third or a fourth. It would have made it so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Patrick right? Fryermuth, the Without fourth. Without a doubt. Right? Yeah. It's like somebody in his family ruled England in the 1500s, you know? <laughs> for sure. Uh, yes, the fryer moves. Yes, of course. We don't the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a last name. Yeah, but yeah, I bet you he didn't get picked out in school. That's a big boy. So he defended himself well, I have no doubt. Yeah. Damn. Woo, man. All right. So I had freaky fantasy this week. Nikki, you had the you had the picks. We got to see what happens next time. D, usually kicking my ass and uh with uh knowledge or Nikki, but I had a little mom help over there. So mom helping out, things worked out a little bit. So that's what I needed, man. But um, yeah, another great show, guys. We got our stuff in there. We have our picks. We're gonna see what happens next week. And I'm, I'm sorry, and D, uh, you had uh, what eleven and three this week? Uh, eleven and five this week, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Eleven and five. Yeah. Nikki, you went ten and six. So you, but yeah, you both yeah. got double digits. I didn't get the double digit. You know, I feel like you have to get at least double digit wins in order to feel like you had a successful week making picks. I feel like that. Wow. 
at I, least. I feel like I'm, I feel like nine is is fine. I I feel like less than nine. I would, you know. Yeah, so I mean, Jay, it doesn't it, no, nothing counts for Jay unless he wins. That is what the problem <laughs> is. No, I'm saying I'm I'm bad. I'm, I'm I think my record is bad. I should have done better. I'm mad at myself. But what are you gonna do? I ain't mad at you guys though. I love you guys and love you, Nikki. You know that I do. Wishing you I Merry know. Christmas, Happy Holidays, yeah. all that stuff. We will be back to do another show next week. But in the yeah. meantime, yeah. Nikki, let them know what's happening. Drunk, what yeah. Happened? Yes, we'll be drunk next week, and we hope you all will be too. <laughs> yes, now, uh, everybody get drunk. Guys, <laughs> find me on social media, of course, at Nikki Nick nine three eight four on Twitter. Uh, Reality TV news. If you don't have Peacock, you should go ahead and get Peacock. Real Housewives of Miami just premiered last week, and the Real Housewives of New Jersey trailer just dropped it is the fourth season in the row they have mm. not changed the cast looks amazing premieres tuesday february 1st at 8 p.m so i cannot wait for february they need to pay you again man for these ads over here i yeah. know it's free for bravo come stuff. on bravo <laughs> damn crazy stuff uh all right d what's going on man yes so you can subscribe to both this podcast and my personal podcast the Real Deal with Damian Adams on all podcast platforms. When you search it, put the full thing like a pimp named Slickback. Put <laughs> The Real Deal with Damian Adams. You will find it. And please leave me a five-star rating on Apple Podcast And now Spotify. Spotify is now doing ratings as well. So nice. please leave a five-star rating there for this podcast, Third and Three Podcast, and The Real Deal with Damian Adams as well. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms at the real deal WDA. That's the real deal W as in whiskey, D as in Delta, A as in Alpha. Uh, you will see my funny basketball and football takes, and of course, a lot of boxing talk when you follow me. And of course, I'll be following Nikki, catching up on all of reality TV. Yes, he does, folks. Yes, he does. No doubt. That's right. So that's it. You get reality TV from Nikki. She's got all the info for you. I will not be providing that for you at all, guys. It's just pretty much football content at Sports Profit One on Twitter. That's where most of the action goes down. But yeah, check out third and three podcast.com. Um, we're gonna put up the freaky fantasy football draft. Our picks are gonna be there. Articles are gonna be coming out about certain games coming up over the week. Power rankings will be out. After Monday, unless we have Tuesday and Wednesday games next week, we'll see all about that. But until next time, third and three podcasts next Wednesday will be out. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas.